0: J.P. and Delilah's Wine Adventure Number 2, Making Pom-Pom Pow Part 1 There's lots of important things to say. This is not art. Coming up next in our show This is not media. Is not media. First, the news. This, news. this is not news. Now, welcome back to the show. This is another crappy podcast production. She-
1: my first homemade batch of wine. I actually choose to do a pomegranate Zinfandel, so we'll see how it turns out. I love pomegranate. I don't know if I like Zinfandel, so we'll find out from there. I have a plethora of equipment here. I've got this big giant, um, it looks like a big giant pickle bucket, but it's actually the primary fermentation container. And then I have a big moonshine looking bottle that's called a Carboy. And then, along with that, I have various packets of bentonite and sulfate or something like that. I don't know how to say that. Potassium sorbate, yeast, all that stuff. I've got a spigot and a hydrometer, some different siphonings, a spoon, this uh, airlock, hosing, a uh, rubber bung. That's kind of funny, actually. And then I have a gallon-sized jug of this sulfur-smelling stuff, which is potassium metasulfite I think it is, which is what you disinfect all of your equipment with and it is actually called sodium metabisulfite so I was kind of wrong. So I'm going to disinfect my equipment and I'm going to start pouring stuff in and I will walk you guys along the way with it. Okay, great. For my first gigantic air, I put water in the bottom of my big Bucket so that I could pour my disinfecting solution in it and forgot to put the spigot in the hole in the bottom. So when I swished it, I doused myself in more than half of my kitchen in a bunch of water. So, word to the wise make sure you put the spigot in the bottom of the bucket before you fill it with water. Okay, so I've sanitized my equipment and in my big primary jug, I have put in a half a gallon of hot water. And now I'm going to stir vigorously for 30 seconds while I add packet one, which is the metab- potassium metabisulfate, and I have to stir that until it's completely dissolved. And then I'm going to add the the wine juice, the, the juice, the actual fruit. So, wait. Right. As I look at it, package one is the bentonite.
0: And then we waited. Okay, so what's in this uh, big tub right here?
1: This is cranberry Zinfandel.
0: No, I'm sorry, pomegranate Zinfandel. Okay, and it's been sitting here for how long?
1: Uh, A few days.
0: Okay, and now it is time to check it for what purpose? Specific gravity. Okay, so you've got it opened up and it stinks. It smells horrible. It stinks
1: like, like eggs.
0: Okay, and you've got a little, uh, looks like a a big, huge eyedropper-looking thing that you're taking wine out of it and putting it into a vial that looks like a test tube.
1: Well, it's called a wine thief, and this is the... Um I don't know what you call it. It's We put the hydrometer in. So why do they
0: have special names and special things? What does this do better than just, say, taking a uh, ladle and just scooping it and pouring it in and being done?
1: Because this, you can get down further into the batch without disturbing it too much. Because if the specific gravity turns out to be good, you don't want to have stirred up it all down in there. Because then when you're siphoning it out, all your residue's on the bottom. Okay. So doing it this way, although moving it up here probably disturbed quite a lot of it, but...
0: Boy, this sure seems like a real time-wasting way to get a bunch of liquid moved into a test tube. See, now, it makes me wonder how much of this is because there's hundreds of years of research into how it should work versus tradition, because they have all these terms for things that everybody else would look at and call it something else, so that strikes me as tradition. Okay, now what's this device?
1: This is a hydrometer, and this particular one is calibrated to test the amount of sugar or what would be alcohol content in this wine.
0: Okay, so you drop it in and it's basically a bobber and based on how much shows above the top of the wine sample, you know what?
1: Um, if the specific gravity tests out at 1.010 or less, we can rack it into the carboy. If it's not at that, then it needs to sit and ferment longer.
0: Okay, it is right at the 1.0 line. So that to how, me... How close is that? Oh wait, the line is actually below the numbers. Drop it back in. So, the line is below the number, so it was actually, it was looking like it was in the middle of that, so I guess...
1: My understanding is it's less than one point, because that's nine 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 zero. so if it's less than 1.010, that means it gets siphoned off into the carboy now. So, it's ready. Well, I have to disinfect the carboy now, and then, yes, it's ready to go into the... And you put this in when? Um... Was it three days ago? Three days ago. I think three days
0: ago. So it sat in here, you mixed everything, stirred it up, and just sat for three days, take it out, and now it's ready to be transferred into the big glass jug mm-hmm. called a carboy.
1: A carboy, yep. Okay. Let's do it. She makes wine and-
0: podcast production.